Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum, the minimum, the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to figure it out. Welcome to another episode. We're so glad you are listening to us today. I'm Caleb and uh, my I'm Jake. What's going Jake on, Jake? Over there. Uh, yeah. How are wait, you? Wait, 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 wait. Before we get started, uh, yeah. this is now a sponsored podcast. So, uh, not that they've paid any money into it, but we're just going to pick people we know and like. So, uh, question for you: Do you have teeth? I I do. <laughs> you I do. Your kids and wife have teeth. Uh, they they do. Uh, when's as the well? last time you went into a teeth cleaning? Ah, uh, that's uh, my kids did last summer. Uh, I actually have the reminder card still sitting in the center console of my truck. Well, this episode is brought to you by Roberts Family Dental. Mm. Don't be an idiot. Go get your teeth cleaned, checked out, whatever you got to do. So go you check can them still out. have them. So you can still have them because you don't yeah. want to be the idiot without teeth. That so. would be an idiot move. All right, I, all right. I, I digress better. here. So you <laughs> yeah, do. What's, what's, uh, what's the next we'll thing we're We'll be sending about? Roberts Family Dentistry a uh, bill. Uh, I just paid my bill, so it's time for them to pay <laughs> Payback, <laughs> <Yeah>. reciprocal. Yep. <laughs> that's actually the angle we're going for here. Yes. Uh, so today, what are we talking about, Kate? Yeah, that's great. Hey, today we're talking about why community matters. What is community? Mm, and we actually I just had it. a super cool, well, Jake and I, we spend way too much time together, like way too much time together. But we did something I think is is pretty cool this weekend. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so we have a annual event that has started with a few guys just that we know and love that have kids our age. It's kind of connected to our, our connect group, our small group. And uh, we'll which, be talking more about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in community. Yeah. Uh, but the goal is to take our sons right now. Uh, we all have all of our, uh, some of our kids are sons, right? And so we take them to a camping trip. We've taken them to do something hard. We get them together. We do some kind of Bible lesson. We talk about being a sheepdog. Yeah, so if you've yeah. been connecting to our podcast, you know what that's all about. Uh, and it's just a chance to grow and learn in community. And it actually touches, we're going to talk about three kind of areas mm. of community today. Uh, personal community, marriage community, and parenting community. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, this event kind of plays in all three of those areas. Yeah. So. Yeah, we uh long-term goal here is to help raise up young men who know and love Jesus and are men. Uh, yeah, when we look at the world... Yeah. Uh, the thing that we keep coming to, what's actually wrong with the world, we are convinced it's a lack of strong mm. male leadership that uh, or godly men, really. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I ever told you this, but like when my uh, we found out my first child was a, a girl, I, I got sad not because I was having a girl. Yeah, we love you, Ariel. Yeah, <laughs> she's awesome. But because I, I look around at the world and I was like, there's a lot of awesome, awesome. young women that are killing it. And there's not as many young men that are killing it. I just went to three different graduations. Mm. Uh, like 98% of the valedictorians, salutatorians, oh, yeah, top yeah. 10% of the class, mm. all girls. Yep. So you look around the church, you look around uh, the colleges, like oh, who's killing it and doing great? Largely it's girls. And and, and this isn't meant to be anything bad. Yeah, this, this community we, event's pushing our boys. That's yes, really what this is about. That's what yeah. it's all about. It's helping raise up these these young men. And one of the ways that's so important in doing that is is community. Uh, right now at First Baptist Church, we're we're wrapping up a series uh, over my favorite book of the Bible. Uh, and that is 
Hebrews. And in Hebrews, it just struck me, literally, uh, Pastor Joe was preaching a sermon, and this word jumped out at me. Uh, and it was, well, here, let me get, uh, back up and give you kind of the flow of all of Hebrews. Hebrews chapters 1 through 10 and a half are all about how awesome Christ is. Christ is so amazing. He's better than he goes through this list of things. And then it says, therefore, like, keep the faith. Uh, Hebrews 10 uh, verses nine, verse 19 says, Now, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have this, then let's go live this way. And it concludes, uh, the King James says, and let us consider how to spur one another on. And that word spur really caught my attention. This yeah, time. yeah. Have you, do you know what a spur is? Yes, Caleb. Uh, I grew up in Oklahoma <laughs> in a small town. Redneck town. And I wasn't redneck. Uh, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Uh, but the point what here is. What is the color of your neck currently? It, yes, I am a little sunburned. <laughs> uh, yeah, I very pale complected here. I got a lot of sunburn going. Uh, but I grew up in a small town in Oklahoma, South Central Oklahoma, where I mean, very kind of like our communities. You know, one of the th- funny right. things coming into this, Caleb and Joe are both from larger areas. Yes. Uh, small town was new to them. In my interview, I remember them asking, hey, you worried about this? I was like, this is literally where I grew up. Coming home. This, I'm, mm-hmm. It felt like I was coming, coming home. home. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I had a funny story about Spurs. Like, my high school, in my high school, they actually had to ban wearing spurs. That's amazing. There was a group of boys who really got into the whole <laughs> Western thing, which we have boys like that here. Yeah. And they're rocking their spurs, like hurting people, cutting things, cutting people. Like they had, spurs are sharp. Yeah. They're dangerous. I remember, the fr- I, I'm sure I've seen them on like an actual cowboy at some point, but there was a kid that would come to uh, Cubbies, which is our, our like youngest age programming for uh, little kids on Wednesday night. And this little guy would come in and he'd have his cowboy hat on, spurred, big uh, old belt buckle. And yes. then his cowboy boots, and he'd be wearing his spurs. And I'm like, dude, you're going to hurt somebody here. Oh, wait. Have you seen the worst use of spurs ever yet? <laughs> Caleb, I already you know that I am now. Why I'm a Croc, the, the shoe fan. Yeah, rocking the Crocs. I, I don't wear them in public. I, I have a very clear line. Unless they're sure like a, at home shoe, chore shoe, they make spurs for Crocs. No. Yes. So no, what, they don't. I have no idea what you're spurring. Are they foam. I don't know what they are. Uh, but Croc they're, they're spurs. For gentle spurring. <laughs> Croc spurs are legitimately a thing. So. Oh my. That'd be incredible. Yes. So yes, we know what spur is. What a spur is spurring okay. on, but it's a violent thing. Yeah. So so think about what you're doing. Well, what this verb is saying you're doing, and and the 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 word there uh, in the in the the Hebrew is to like incite, to to stimulate. Sounds like a riot inside. Yeah, the, to irritate. So let us irritate other people into love and good deeds. Let us spur. The, so. Just for, for those of you that aren't familiar, it's this like sharp circular piece of metal that cowboys wear. It's with, like with little some, stars on the back of their boots. Yeah, okay, stars, great. Uh, that they wear on the back of their boots that they use for digging in to the sides of their horse to get I, their horse. I'm to honestly move. not sure this description was necessary. <laughs> I think our community just, is. Well, just, just yeah. think this through. So it's encouraging you to take this and jack someone's side imagine i just for the horse right like that's not a comfortable thing no no not at all and, and that's my point is that community is meant to be this deeply uncomfortable thing 
that gets you to move in a certain direction. Community, it, oftentimes we, we, we draw back in our individualistic societies from community because we're like, ah, I don't, I don't want to be known. I guess maybe that's a, that's a good question. Why do people draw back from community before we really jump into it? Yeah, I, th- I think it's vulnerable. It's personal. Like uh, by the nature of being in community, if you're really in community with people, let's just talk about personally. And, and yep. this means like somebody knows you at the level that's deeper than the surface, mm. right? They're going to know when you mess up. They're going to know, you know, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. Mm. And this is uncomfortable because when someone knows you like that and you give them permission into your life, all of a sudden they're going to be calling out the things or seeing the things that you don't want anyone to see. That's gross. We, we hide our weaknesses, right? Like Everybody, everybody does. Yeah. I don't think that's a necessarily an American culture thing. I think that's a universal human thing. Yeah. We don't like our weaknesses to be exposed. I think that's why marriage is difficult. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and absolutely. So because that, that person knows me so deeply. But and you back, can't get away from them. <laughs> like you live with a person. You know what I mean? So. But yet so many of us do pull away in our marriages and in our personal relationships. So for us as guys, one of the things we have to do is to embrace that discomfort, both to be the the spurrer and the spur e, the spurred, the the spurred <laughs> one. Well, and, and this is hard. And so, what what personal community looks like is you need to have a handful of people. This isn't a lot of people, but there need to be people mm-hmm. in your life that have permission to speak critically, positively encouraging you know they're the ones that you go to when you're upset like or for me there, there was a couple of years ago Caleb you were one of these guys that I called like I was coming back from a family event that went rough mm. for me yeah uh and, and coming back to my community as I drove this eight-hour drive I was by myself it was late I mean I left mm. this when I was going to stay the night I, I left because I was like I got to get out because I yeah. recognized when I was around this like I wasn't the best version of me mm. I was actually kind of digressing into previous kind of more sinful versions of me I was like I got to get out and the first thing like the Holy Spirit was working on me the whole time I'm driving back in my car I'm listening to worship music I mean the Holy Spirit was like man you need to like call on these people bring people in bring people in. and so there were a handful of calls that I made mm-hmm. they were like hey like I'm struggling I just kind of recognize that you know the people that mean the most to me I'm, I'm coming home to now mm-hmm. and, and it was a big deal personally there are a handful of specifically guys in my life that know as much as anyone can know about me. Right. That's, I think you hit on something really key there was a handful of guys Mm -hmm. because, uh, when I was in high school, I I had a great friend, uh, high school, college, actually he was with me in college too. Uh, but he pointed out something again, spurred. It was deeply uncomfortable because, and it was true. Uh, I, I used to have this pattern where, I would invite everybody into all my junk. Not not in a self-aggrandizing sense, but like like just, over-confessing is yeah, that what you mean? Yeah, yes. I would I would over-confess to too many people. And and he pointed out uh he's like, "Dude, you're doing that as a way to justify yourself. Like to make yourself feel better. Not everybody needs to know everything you're sharing with them." He's like, "Now, he was vulnerable and pointed out the exact opposite. And he was like, you know what I need to do better is confessing to people. Uh, you share with everybody. I share with nobody. What you need is a small handful. 
Uh, we read a book recently that talked about the number of uh, close relationships people can have. And it compared it to a Lego brick. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you, you've you got Lego bricks. If you are a father and you don't have Legos yet, really don't be an idiot. Go buy a Lego set is what I'm saying. Because uh, Legos are the best. But uh, each Lego brick has a raised section and they clip together. Yeah. They, they snap together. And so introverts, we're not introverts. You and I, we're, we're both pretty big extroverts. Yeah, so yeah the have, main Lego brick is how many, how many connections to it. <laughs> What's the, I guess two by four. Yeah, yeah, it's two the, by four. The, the yeah. two by fours, that's the main one yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's got eight connectors, okay? So this book was saying most people relationally are three to five okay. connectors. And once they're full, they're full. And I think that's actually bringing it back to community. You need to know who your three to five people are. You don't need 15 to 20. You, you cannot have deep, intimate community with 15 to 20. Yeah, that's good. You can have, but you shouldn't have no one either. It shouldn't just be one. Uh, so sometimes I see this uh, with women. They'll do just their moms. Mm. And then that can be a, a deeply. Um, it can be good. I mean, it, it can be great. Yeah. I'm not saying your mom shouldn't be one of them, but just your mom. That's, that's too isolated. Yeah. Uh, guys, we tend to just do zero. Either we have a ton of relationships. We have, we're a mile wide and an inch deep, or we have nobody. Uh, we, we tend to, at least from my observation, would you agree with that? that I, I agree. You know, somehow it helps me to think about, Joe talks about this a lot, is the ripple. Mm. So every guy in the world, right, has thrown a rock. And then, like, <laughs> you just want to throw rocks in water. And that ripple Absolutely. hits, and it's these kind of, consider, like these circles mm -hmm. that get bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you can imagine it starts small. And so mm. it doesn't, you can have a bunch of friends. Right. Yeah, you yeah. can have 20, 30 people that you yes. know by name and you can talk. But as that ripple grows, right, it, it gets bigger. Like it mm. starts small. It starts small. And, and, and that's a super important thing if you're going to be building sustainable community. Long-term. Long-term community. Deep. Yeah. And, and those are the relationships that are personal and vulnerable. And we set our church up in a certain way yes. that we try to build this in with what we call connect groups. Like mm -hmm. our church exists to connect people with God and others. Yep. That's, that's our vision statement. And so we have what we call connect groups. Yep. If you're not a part of one, man, we would encourage you to find one, talk to Caleb, we can get you in one. But these are the core way that we're trying to connect you with other families, other yeah. adults, and we try to pair you up in, in like-minded ways. Uh, it, it's a super cool way. So uh, for these guys, I, I tell them, uh, the, the Connect team leaders, that this is, needs to in some way become their people. Yeah, they're pastoring they, over these they people. They are the pastors of that small group of people and, and pouring into them and, and being open and vulnerable with them. But actually that is a re really good segue into that second level. So you have that personal, that man to man, that shoulder to shoulder, vulnerability, woman to woman, woman, to woman in community. We see we want to be inclusive. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all about uh, both, both genders joining yes. us here at the don't be an idiot podcast. But the second, second relationship where, uh, community is so essential is in our marriages. Well, how does community matter in our m marriages? I was thinking about this trip we just took. You know, uh, yeah. it was me, you, Dylan Roberts, and Chris Shilito. You know what I mean? Just all of those guys 
Cody Black. Cody Black. Sorry, not Dylan. <laughs> sorry, Dylan. Uh, Cody Black, uh, Chris Shilto, Cody, or Dylan would be one of my guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. All on that short list of people that I'm going to, that I'm reaching out to. Right. Uh, and honestly, like we're sitting around the fire, we're driving down there. And it's not like, let's hate on our wives. Our, it, w- it wasn't anything like that. But it was like, like hey, here's here's where we're at. Like yeah. We're asking each other, how's it going? How, how are you engaging with your wife? Like, how's this going? All of these things. And we were able to be a little bit honest. Like, hey, I'm struggling here. Or like, mm. or like, hey, this is a place where we're trying to figure things out. And a couple things happened. Mm. One, I put a voice to something that I'm struggling with. Mm. Were like, you even aware of that? Uh, I mean, some, yeah, I think this is, this is not the first time we've done this. So I knew like, this is a safe place for these Mm. guys to know. Uh, and then the second thing happened is they're speaking back into me. So they're putting a voice to maybe some correction in my life Mm. and and some, just some building up. And and sometimes that voice is like, dude, I know exactly that sucks. I know exactly what you're going through. And we, it built onto another story where it's like, Hey, I went through that and this is what we did. Maybe you could do something like that. Mm. It was great. It was encouraging. And so what what I hear you saying is that it, not only were you open and vulnerable with them, so this is that personal community that you were in, but then they pushed that back and helped build up your yes. marriage. Yes. That's what good community looks like. I know and respect them. And so I let them speak into my life. I, uh, when I got engaged, um, I was in, uh, I thought, some good, healthy communities. But I was absolutely shocked at the number of Christian men who told me, don't get married. This is don't be an idiot. This is a perfect example of what being an idiot looks like. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, because I think they were in bad relationships. They, by bad relationships, I mean, they were bad in the relationship. And And, stagnant, maybe, relationships. And they weren't pushing to grow. And that is not the type of community we're talking about. I think every single guy that's ever listened to this has seen or been a part of where guys get around and rag on their wives. No, that's a strike, huge strike in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I don't want any part of that. Uh, and if I hear the guys in my community doing it, I'm like, don't call be an for idiot. That. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, have you ever thought that you're the problem in yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, uh, right. And that's exactly right. The, you are a part of that marriage. If it's a bad marriage, look in the mirror. You are creating 100%. that marriage. And yeah. for us as guys, I think that honestly falls on us more than anything else in that <laughs> we shape the the tone and the feel of our marriage. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, and that community. So it, it's not just the relationship you have with your wife, your husband. That community matters too. Like mm-hmm. that, that is tier one stuff mm-hmm. there. But you have to have people around you that are, are spurring you on our goading or whatever, whatever the verb is there, right? Yeah. Irritating you to the point of like, I'm, I'm willing to, to put this to work. So going back to the, the connect groups. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that's, we, we do those not as men groups or women groups, no family groups, family groups, yeah. because we want that. We want the marriages to be encouraging each other. We want, as you guys, as people live together, that, we see your marriage is different. <laughs> Newsflash: Every marriage is very different. Yeah. Every marriage has their own uh, personality to it. No, that's good. Um, it's just because we all have our own unique personalities, and then the two flesh is becoming one. Yeah, it's not a competitive atmosphere. Where we're like, how am I going to be? How are Sean and I going to be better? 
than Caleb and Andy or better <laughs> than Mitch and Megan or better. Although than, you may walk away thinking that at times. Like, <laughs> oh, not man, but, we're so much better than them. Man, that was a huge encouragement. <laughs> I'm so glad. That's the uh, the Pharisee, right? In the temple. Yes, God, absolutely. Thank you that I am not I like. Am not like him. <laughs> uh, but but there's even to a point where, you know, we just had a new round of, of connect groups where our yes. connect group changed and shifted. Mm. And I remember coming in, there was some fear when I came into Caleb's office and I'm like, hey, who are you bringing in? <laughs> because it feels like dating. Yeah. When you bring someone new in. Yeah. And then Caleb reminded me that I don't know what I reminded you that since. I have had the, one of the bigger failures of actually inviting people in. <laughs> Disclaimer. He does not remember the story this way. Yes. I, I feel like I vividly remember it this way. But here's the don't be the idiot. Here's the idiot story of the week. Idiot story. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. So, well, you tell the story, Caleb, because in my mind, this was your fault, not mine. But, uh, <laughs> but clearly, I was the participator in this. Yeah. So, just yeah, full on disclaimer: we both remember this story differently. But yeah. I remember uh, standing there, and there's this uh, new couple at church, and we love new people. We want new people in. Caleb and I are both includers, where we just start yes. inviting as many people as huge, we can get. Huge includers. But I remember. Uh, but I also know, like. Uh, our connect group that Jake is a part of, of my connect group, my connect group, our connect, <laughs> the connect group. Yes, uh, and and so it's my job to protect that, to protect all those relationships, mm-hmm. uh, both the personal relationships, He's the gatekeeper, the, 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 the marriage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sounds a little harsh, but yeah. But, but no, that's what a pastor is. <laughs> a yeah. pastor, a shepherd, is a guardian of the sheep. So anyway, I, I, with that, I, I remember being like, oh, you know, and, and I have this included desire, and so does Jake. And so I, I remember Jake talking to these people that I had sort of met and got a kind of weird vibe from. Uh, and he invited them. This is my memory. Could be flawed. Full disclaimer, but I'm sitting there watching him invite them to our home group. And and it was okay at first. I, I'm just, to stop you before you keep going, like I'm sitting here laughing because <laughs> Caleb, as the two of us, who would you call more quirky and weird? Oh, I am. Yeah, I yeah. full on lead into that. <laughs> and loves it. So if Caleb is over yeah. here and saying like, I got a real weird vibe from these people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that should be a neon flashing light. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Like, and to be clear, this couple Caleb calls is not a part of our church, not even in our state. Yeah. Like they are fully <laughs> disconnected. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> we're not actively hitting on someone in the church. Yeah. Yes. No. But that that's part of the problem, right? They came in and um, just to keep it brief and not overly descriptive, uh, th- they ended up destroying this, the group. Uh, just within about six months to a year, literally everybody had stopped coming. Yeah, even Sean and I were like, we really, and like <laughs> yeah. we were as bought in as anybody. <laughs> literally, m- m- the other pastor in the group and my coworker <laughs> quit coming. Uh, largely because of this other couple. Solely because of this other <laughs> couple. So <laughs> Yes. And so it, it's community w- needs to be protected. Yes, it matters. In, yeah. in a way. And and so... There's a balance here. That's really what we're talking yes. about. Like there's this, this like, hey, I need to be vulnerable. I need to be with a few people. But this cannot, by the nature of what community is, mm. be spread too wide. The the guys, you know, typify the... Yes. 
I'm a mile wide and an inch deep. Like that's not what community is. Because you only have so much water. We're going back to the Lego bricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You only have so many connection points. Yeah. You, I only have so much relational capacity. The greatest man who ever lived. Had 12 connectors. Had 12. And three of them were really his favorite. <laughs> Jesus had favorites. We had, we had very few other relationships outside of uh, Peter, James, and John. Those are like yeah. the recorded conversations. So we know there's 12 and then there were 70. So he had other, but he had his circles. And if God in the flesh had his three favorite buddies and then 12 that he did a lot with, yeah. And then just kind of the multitude after that. This is the, the reason that I uh, I tell my students, you know, I mess with them all the time. Like, hey, you're my ninth favorite student. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> Who's number one through three? Like, ah, you don't know. Don't worry about it. You, it's not for you to Start know. ranking them. <laughs> well, I told you I do that with our kids. <laughs> we, we, we mess with them all the time. Hey, you're number one today. <laughs> See, but for now, I, Sean and I have it easy because we only have two kids, a boy and a girl. Yeah, yeah. So Emma here is all the time. You're my favorite girl. You're my favorite daughter. There's there's no other daughter that I have that, that beats you, Emma. <laughs> that that'll stop once we get our next well, kid. But then, but, but then it just modifies to you're my favorite oldest daughter. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, but Jesus, yeah, ranking like the point is coming <laughs> yeah, back around bring. here, people. Uh, Jesus, his his Lego brick yeah. was only so big, only so big. Whether and, that and was from just him trying to show us how it's done, or you know, we're not we're not trying to limit the the creator of the world or anything. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, obviously, so much of what he said and did was, was setting up patterns for us, to yeah. mod- for us to live yeah. in, in the same way. Uh, so, so for us, that 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 means part of protecting your community and your relationships means you have to say no in order to be able to say yes. Mm. And honestly, there's so many guys I want to smack in the face because they said Fight. yes Fight. to the wrong freaking thing, yeah. and that took away their ability to say yes to the better thing. Mm, that's good. And guys, like we only have so much time, so much relational energy. Say yes to the right thing. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it just kind of moving along here. We talked about personally, we talked about mm. marriage. Mm-hmm. I think as you build community, your children, you know, for yep. your parents out there are going to notice, they're, they're going to pick up on the patterns. You know what I mean? Like I hope that once, excuse me, once, once, once uh, my kids leave the house, one of the first things you're going to do in a church is find a f- church they can they can find mm. community in. I think that's an essential thing for us to be training our kids. Yeah. That, that they want. Well, and, and just for me, Caleb and I talk about this quite a bit because, you know, people are different and, you know, as <laughs> much as people confuse us for each other, which just <laughs> blows my mind. Um, yeah. We, just, just for the listening audience out there, I regularly get called Jake. Jake is six foot four and redheaded. I'm five foot eight on a good day <laughs> on a good day yeah. <laughs> on a good day he has a beard i don't have a beard we don't look alike guys yeah but people put us together like uh it's funny because we talk about what what do you think the hardest thing relationally in our life is or what do we have to work at the most and parenting for me is the one i have to put the yeah. most work into uh parenting is hard that whole i mean it's a cliche right parenting takes a village, a village. It it's a, a village. cliche because it's true. Right. Yeah. And and that's that's that third level. So personally, community yeah. matters for your own personal walk. Community matters for your marriage relationship. And that third level is parenting matters so much for or parenting. Community, yeah. Community matters so much for your parenting. 
Uh, I can't tell you the number of times uh, I, we, we share uh, just what's going on with our kids. And maybe it's just, oh, yeah, that stinks. That's no fun. Asher broke another window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That stinks. Or, you know, just sharing a phase. Or, but then there's also the coming alongside and offering godly wisdom and advice. Um, and the funny thing is each of these communities can look a little bit different for me. They do like a marriage community, uh, is primarily my connect group and Mm -hmm. a couple of key other people. Mm -hmm. Parenting community actually is, I've tried to seek out people who, when I look at their kids, I'm like, they're doing all right. Yeah. And and I seek that, like there, there was a specific time when I was struggling to figure Asher out Mm. and there were a handful of guys that are parents and families that I called, sat down and be like, uh, help. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Uh, that I could, you know, replicate. It's great. Uh, it, being intentional, like that's, you've got to take it seriously because it's serious. So intentionally bringing other people along, and that kind of brings us back to that camping trip that we took, Yeah, is we want our kids to have other inputs. Honestly, that's the the whole point of youth group, right? Oh, 100%. Uh, talk to us about what the role of youth group is. Yeah, I you know, I, I came up through late '90s, early 2000s, mid 2000s. You love hating on. I do 90s youth group. I, we all, we all loved to, you know, to hate what we came from, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I think that we swung pretty far. Caleb, you were part of that. We swung pretty far into at least where I was into the games and activities, and it was just a blast. Yeah, it was just fun, and I had a great time. Uh, but can I tell? I don't remember a bunch of the relationships, and they may not be true mm. for you. For me, it was. And so, as I was getting into youth ministry, and I was reading, and I was going through college, it was a big deal to me that, like, I want to create a place where students are known. I want to be a part of a church. And so, when I got hired here, they were doing it, they were living it. And so, we had then just kind of took that foundation and built this model that we have. Like every Wednesday night, kids are going to find community. But you know what's turned it? What surprised me most about the community at Wednesday nights? is the small group leaders that I invited in mm. to help build that community and have that community, mm-hmm. they then almost created their own ecosystem of their own yes. community where they look forward to come to Wednesday nights, not just to serve Jesus and to serve these kids, but they're looking forward to their best friends hmm. who they've built community with. Yeah, It almost happens naturally. When you just start f- random and crazy, right? When you start following God and what he has <laughs> called you to do, you're going to find benefit and joy and people I, it's so good look because that's you you should be building relationships with people as you serve alongside of them we, we talk uh i'm leading a mission trip this summer and jake you just got back from leading one over spring break a little while ago and uh the relationships that are built oh man as you work in a different context alongside of each other are so huge but the the same the same is true for just the weekly consistency of showing up and serving alongside of other people and, and building those relationships. Wait, wait, wait. Building what you're telling me is go to church. Go to church. Go to church. The Bible has the answer for loneliness, depression, isolation. Go to church as the first step. And then what would you say after that? Start serving <laughs> Start in the serving. church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the number of people who treat... The church as this consumeristic thing that I go and my um, I, <laughs> I have no idea what that noise you <laughs> it, it grates against my soul, <laughs> and I'm going to try not to get mad and get, get all preachy. But like when someone says, how was worship today? I want to hit him in the face. 
because you're feeling violent it's like the third time not about you it's about what you offered up or the what Mm. did you get out of the sermon today who cares it's not about you what are you teaching from what you heard in the sermon today what did you learn in such a way that you are now going to pass it along What is the Holy Spirit doing in your life with the sermon? What is the Holy Spirit doing? In, it could be the worst sermon ever. And God's Spirit working in you and through you to teach someone else. Be passing it along. And that's where you find a community of hope, of, of longing, sense of purpose. All of that stuff is found in the church and, and through serving. Don't just go and be a, a consumer yeah. of the church. You're missing out on what the church is if you just consume the church. One of my first pieces of advice to anyone, students, adults, anyone, parents who are like, man, I'm struggling to enjoy. I'm struggling to get into my Bible. I'm struggling to, mm. I'm like, okay, here's what you need to do. I want you to go to church and find a place to serve. Mm. It's hard mm-hmm. to be super self-pitying yeah. when you're caring and loving for other people. Mm. Like if you want to get out of your own head, go work in the nursery and rock <laughs> some babies. Yeah. Go you talk to Aaron and sign up for a Sunday school class and teach the Bible to yeah. children. Yeah. It's, it's hard to be a victim yeah. when you're being a servant. When you're being a servant. That's, that's, that's so good. Because that's, uh, honestly, I'm going to, uh, I'm preparing a sermon right now that I'm going to give uh, over Hebrews chapter 13. And um, really kind of the whole point of Hebrews, uh, sorry, we keep coming back to Hebrews. I've been studying it a lot. So is look to Jesus. Mm. quit looking at yourself, get your eyes off yourself. And that's, that's really where, and then find people around you. That's our, our point here with community. I guess if, if we find people who are also looking to Jesus and walk with them and spur each other on. And that also means that you have to be willing to spur and yet be willing to be spurred as Caleb said earlier. Yeah. So you have to be willing to inflict a little pain and you have to be willing to take it a little bit. What a great picture of what it means to be in community. Like, it's painful. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means you're giving it. Oh. Yeah. So for those of you who may be like, I don't even know where to start, Mm -hmm. go to church. Let's get connected to a couple of these groups. Find some place to serve. And just be trying to identify people in your life. And honestly, this is going to be awkward, but call them and be like, hey, I need some people. Would you be willing to be that person? Be one of those people. It's a great place to start. Yeah, and... I, I think what you said, the first half of that is is just reach out, reach just out, keep reaching out. And for me, honestly, that's such a a big uh, condemnation, big reminders. Like, hey, if you want these people to be there, you have to actively reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes work. That's so, so good. So community matters. Community Don't be matters. an idiot. Join a community. <laughs> yes. All right. I that's think that's it. all we have. Okay. We'll hear you next week. Mm-hmm.